for the beats, for the love, for the alcohol, for the party. <laughs> One time like, okay. <laughs> Letting the kick ride, letting the snare roll, letting the bottle pour, cups in the airflow. Love what you hear though, everything black. Feel like the beat is everything, well then everything's back. <laughs> letting the speakers blast, letting the beats run. Word to the crate digging, word to machine drums. Get used to it as we proceed. <laughs> black radio for the lover, just the beat. Everything is black, everything is black, everything is black, yeah, everything is black. The kick gone knock, the snare gone crack, and everything is black, everything is black. Everything is black, everything is black, everything is black, yeah, everything is black. The bottle gone pour, the speakers gone crack, and everything is black, everything is black, everything is black. Black chat, black chat, Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that was a really that was a good, good intro. Blap over naps. <laughs> Blap over naps. Blap over no sleep. No sleep. Team no sleep, son. Blap Team no sleep. Naps. You know what I mean? Uh, what's good, guys? This is uh, Blap Chat episode, I believe it's 85. 85. 85. Yep. Episode 85. Yeah. Uh, 85. I'm, yeah, man. We're here. I'm your host, Ill Mind. This is Blap Chat, the uh, all music production podcast. I'm here with my co hosts. So I'll let them shout themselves out. Good lyrics you know and mean? music. You already know. Mm. And my child. With a special guest, Ollie. This is Ollie. She's this is our so very special guest, Ollie, yes. in the building. What's up, Ollie? Say something. Ready? Go ahead. What Ta- do you want to say? All right. All right. Get right. a couple right. of sniffles. Exactly. All right. Sniff the mic. Sniff them out girl, perfection. Perfection in the building. In the building. Mm. In the building. Repping a BX. BX mm. all day. Old Dyke. Um, that's so New York, Dyke. right? <laughs> Old Dyke. Yep, Atlas here. How you doing, guys? Nice hey, to meet you. Yeah, you know. that, was Pleasure. that was very fitting. Atlas, the plug is here. We're, all Good. four of us are here. It's you know, it's a special time when the four of us are here. Facts. I think special moments. Like, we can really talk our shit. You know what I mean? Yo, can I talk my shit real quick? You can. Talk it. I almost died this weekend. Oh, you know, before we get into what? that, Damn. that that's a that's a, yeah. Before death. At, so before at, death. Atlas had a very traumatic oh experience over the weekend. Um, I think I think I have PTSD or whatever. Yeah, that's that was wild. Yeah. Before we get into that, though, a couple announcements. Um, shout to all of our YouTube subscribers, our subscribers on iTunes, SoundCloud, followers. Uh, really appreciate you guys. You know, every time you hit that follow button or that retweet button or that repost button on SoundCloud or you you comment on our pages, like you know, we really appreciate that and. Um, you know, just we want to continue to provide for you guys and get the word out there, you know, about what we're talking about, what we're doing. So shout to all of our followers, subscribers, um, all of our followers on social mm-hmm. media. Of course, it's at Blapchat, B-L-A-P-C-H-A-T. That's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook.com backslash Blapchat. Make sure you follow us, man. And, um, you know, to all of our new listeners, our OG listeners, man, you are appreciated. Shout to all the producers rappers artists writers everyone on the grind um we try to provide insight and um clarity uh and you know debate a little debate here and there about everything that's going on in our world being music producers and and people that make music so we like to have fun with that so shout to all you guys um speaking of connecting as well um, I will be traveling a, a little bit more in the next couple months. Um, obviously, next week, I have my Past the Aux mm-hmm. 
in-studio, private in-studio session next week. I have two back-to-back in New York City, both sold out. So I'm not even going to tell you to buy a ticket because you can't. They're both sold out. Um, So basically what I've been doing all year in 2018 is I've been going to different cities every month. And uh, I basically just like choose a secret studio location and that and then i invite about 25 to 30 upcoming music producers uh singers and songwriters as well and rappers so they come through and uh we just hang out for like five hours plug the aux in literally everyone goes around plays their music i give you critique feedback we talk about your situation i'm answering questions and then we film the whole thing and throw it on youtube so um that's past the aux um Shout out to everyone who's who's uh, attended one of my past the auxes. We've we've had some really legendary sessions, and uh, I'm really looking forward to next week for the double header New York. It's going to be awesome. Um, and those two dates have been sold out for a while, so um, I'm thinking about adding a third date. Probably not going to be in October. I'm leaning toward December. So um, if you're listening to this and you're in New York City and you're a music creator and you want to come to my past the aux session, uh, just follow my social media or go to my website, illmindproducer.com, illmindproducer.com with an I, and uh, you can see all the cities and dates and where I'm coming. So basically, next week, like I said, New York, November 3rd, I'll be in Phoenix, Arizona. There's a few tickets left for that, so if you're in Phoenix and you're listening to this uh, and you want to attend that and come through, it's going to be legendary. That's uh, Saturday, November 3rd, and then... um, Monday, November 5th, I'll be in Los Angeles. That's sold out. Uh, Tuesday, November 6th, I will also be in Los Angeles. So again, I'm doing a double header in LA in November, uh, Monday, November 5th, and Tuesday, November 6th. There's like two tickets left on the November 6th LA one. Uh, once that's gone, then uh, uh, that's pretty much it until next year. And then in December, on December 10th, I'll be in Miami, Florida. Again, there's a few tickets left for that. So if you're in Miami or in the Miami area and you want to come to my Pass the Aux session, make sure you register ASAP. Go to illmyproducer.com. That's December 10th in Miami. And uh, uh, like I said, I might do a New York one in December as well and, and try to end off the year that way. But um, check my website for updates on that. Um, also, too, go to blabkits.com. Get those kits, man. I just dropped... Uh, that new sample pack. There's a couple of new sample packs on there. That Billboard Killer. Uh, I'm hearing a lot of you guys copying the kit, flipping the samples, and then uh, sending me beats. I'm already start. I've already started to shop a few um, from some of the ones I liked. So go to blabkits.com, uh, cop that sample pack, Billboard Killer, and then shoot me an email with your with your beat, man. And if I like it, I'll hit you back and and start shopping those out and start get placements. Um, so yeah, hit that up, and uh, that's about it. Um, that was a long plug, but <laughs> and you guys know I never plug. I never, I never, uh, I never plug. But I want to start. Let them know. Uh, I, yeah, exactly. I, I need to start know. like taking advantage of, mm-hmm. of letting you guys know what's happening in my Thanks. world, in our world. So and get um, those tickets. So get used to that, mm-hmm. son. You know what I mean? And get yep. those tickets. Um, let's let's just start this off really quickly by uh, by uh, Atlas yep. breaking down that fucking <coughs> traumatic yeah, yeah. check it out Bruh. that was so wild i was at the global <clears throat> citizens festival over the weekend mm-hmm. in central park and uh 60,000 people and i'm in the middle of the great lawn i'm like i'm in the middle of 60,000 people so there's like 30,000 people in front of me 30,000 people behind me 
And um, Sean Mendes performed. Um, Cardi B performed. I was waiting for Janet. I really, really, really fucking wanted to see Janet. Um, and The Weeknd. And it was me and uh, my cousin Keith, uh, just Keith, on Instagram. And uh, I looked out of my phone, and I look back up, and I see 30,000 people running for their lives, literally, like, in my direction. And my cousin's like, ah, come on, let's go. Like, I felt like I was in the military. Like, I, like what do you do? First of all, if I would have stood there, you would have got trampled easily because everybody was running for their lives. Um, everyone, and they were saying, like, gunshots, and you heard, like, two or three little pops, so, like, everyone started running. And, Mike, so... I would right away in your head you're thinking like uh uh the Vegas shooting, you know, like the Boston Marathon, Crazy. like the World Trade, you're just literally within those split seconds thinking about all this stuff. And it's me and my cousin and my cousin falls as we're running cuz it's pitch black and the barricades were all knocked over and everybody's literally running and screaming and my cousin falls on the floor. And within like the 2 seconds that he fell on the floor you just saw like 150 people just hurdle over him like just so fast and then i reached down and i and i, and I grabbed my arm and i pick him up and his shoe was stuck on the barricade his sneaker Unbelievable. was stuck on the barricade and other people were kind of falling in that area too it's like a little ditch and remind you it's almost pitch black and there's like thousands of people and and i just put my arm on and I, and i pick him up and Man, again, I felt like I was in the military. I was like, don't fucking let go. Come on, let's go. And like oh, wow. running through the crowd and like people are calling their parents and everyone is fucking mayhem, dude. I've never been so scared in my life, literally running for my life. And luckily, you know, I live close to Central Park. So I walked. So my cousin didn't have a sneaker. I gave a uh, shoe. I gave him my sneaker. I walked home with one sneaker um, and I get home. And I go on Instagram uh, on the Global Citizens, and fucking Janet Jackson's performing. I'm like, what the? And fuck? you missed the show. I'm like, how did? Wow. What? How was she? How did first, she perform? First of the all, Sean Mendez, fuck. you're a talented kid. I like, keep doing your thing, bro. You're, you're out of here. You're awesome. But I really wanted to go see Janet. And like, as I'm running, I'm like, I want, I want to yeah. see like, I'm not after Sean Mendez. I'm not gonna go like this. Like, at least let me see Janet. You know what I'm but, saying? So, yeah. what was like? Why were people running? So, at first, everyone thought it was gunshots. That's what started the whole thing, right? Then they said it was. Then they said it was a police barricade, like fell. <laughs> and then they said it was like cocktail, like champagne bottles, like pop. All you heard was like pop, pop, pop. And then everyone. That was it. Everyone's you know, I, I don't know if I believe the barricade falling story. Yeah, yeah. why would that be? Listen, this, this, what this, did it sound like? You were there in person. What What did it did really? You hear, did, did it you feel and did sound like? I'm gonna be honest. It happened so fast. Right. People said they heard like three shots. Mm -hmm. You got to remember, like Cardi B just performed. There's thousands. Everyone's talking and just kind of in there. And then I look up and everybody's running. So right. I didn't hear shots. I literally just saw everybody frantically running and screaming, and that just caused caused mass chaos. So the thing the thing that's kind of like I thought was weird is like I got home, 
And I look and Janice perform and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, so it must have not been anything major no, because right. they didn't like it, evacuate the space. The exactly. Perform, yeah. Then, yeah. See, that's exactly. The, that's the type of thing is like you have so many people that, you know, everybody's already on edge or yeah, you're in that kind of environment that it could have been balloons and one person's exactly. like, oh my god, yep. a gun, no, done. Yep. But it, and then the thing is like the next day, I was like. I even called my mom and was like, Ma, listen, you're going to see it on the news. Like, there was gunshots at the thing. We're okay. I'm with Keith. Like, everybody. Like, it was that crazy. Thousands yeah. of people in the streets. That's it crazy. Was nuts. At least you guys well, are good. Yeah. Well, you guys are good. Prayers and shouts that, you know, it wasn't anything serious. But right. in the moment, very fucking it's, scary. Dude, yeah. so scariest moment. Th- thankfully, no one got trampled. See, that was the main thing because you know, I'm sure somebody did trust me yeah, there's going to be lawsuits somebody's getting be. sued yeah. not from me because I'm yeah. fine but like bad shit I'm telling you I don't know your leg looks you kind of listen my neck's kind of hurting you know, your neck, my, I think listen, your neck's hurting I got a little whiplash and I you did and I'm, I got a little PTSD so that's if there are any uh, lawyers out there I'm just kidding see but that's why like I those those type of settings are cool like the festival no but more like, for me I'm done I'm I cannot done. stand in the middle of 30,000 I'm done and normally like, I don't I'm all the way in the back where I can leave when I choose that's, yes. that's what I'm doing I'm all the way in the front yeah, yeah. Or I'm back or backstage. backstage. Yeah. I'll yeah. be that well, person. Well, let this be a <laughs> lesson. Never again. Just you know, just Never. be careful. Never be careful again. and and Never. and don't uh, also don't jump to conclusions either. But right. you yeah. know, you if 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 you jump see for a, your life though, if you yeah, see thirty people, if you coming see thirty thousand people running, you're gonna. You know what? I'm not gonna front. When I first got there, I was like, damn, they're not serving any alcohol. That's kind of lame. They were serving like soda and water and shit. Right. But thank God they didn't. Because if yeah. there would have been like more drunk people, it would have been. Definitely more yeah. There were people that were drunk. It would have been there bad. Oh, without a doubt. Oh man, <laughs> even even on the line before you went in. Yeah. I'm not gonna front. My man was making a nice hustle. There was a guy on the on the line uh, before you went in. He had a, a like a wheeling cart, and he was selling frozen frozen margarita drinks for like five uh, nut bucks. Nutcrackers. For five bucks and like little quarter drinks kind nut of thing. Nutcrackers. So you know he made them in the crib the night before. Oh, yeah. He, nut he was popping them off at five bills. Of course. That's the, of yo, course. he was making a killing. No, they killing. do. They sell on the, they sell on the train. They sell yeah, that's a hustle. Oh, it's it a hustle. Fire. They sell at the beach. Fire. It's a hustle. Well, listen, guys, just mm-hmm. be careful next time with those shows. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm like good, it, man. You, you just never know. But just um, always bring for the, the most part, don't, you know, I bring the strap. Get the strap. Yeah, I was like, just always get the strap. the strap. Pull up, pull up, Soft. and uh, and and just uh, and have fun. Try to have fun. Yeah. Speaking of shows, I went to the J Cole concert mm. at MSG. Uh, phenomenal. Wow. Phenomenal. I mean, I knew obviously J Cole is like top three for me right now, mm-hmm. but it, it just further solidified his celebrity star power, his impact. Um, I've never been to a show. Sold out Madison Square Garden. You're talking about fifty thousand people wow. plus, probably, and every single person in there knows all the lyrics mm. to every song, including album cuts. Mm. Like, I mean, the guy's just the way he's been impacting uh, his fan base and just in- people in general is really just a sight to see. So, shout to Cole um, when he performed "Love Yours." Uh, I lost it. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, I was almost tearing Good for you because I'm like, <laughs> man, man, like, like watching wow. this being performed right. live and 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 being there and just seeing how people are people are reacting to it was like that was a moment for me. So shout to Good shout to Cole, you. man, like. In what? Madison Square yeah. Garden. Oh, good for you, Ill. Yeah. 
Fact. There yeah. were some cool people in there too. Uh, That's awesome. R- Rory was there. Mm-hmm. Um, my man Benner was there. Uh, Wayno, Scotty mm-hmm. Beam. So there was a couple people that were there too. Mm-hmm. Um, shout to Baz for um, for helping me out backstage because mm-hmm. they were fucking. I didn't have the right badge. <sighs> so you. Baz was like, "Man, come on." That's, that's mm-hmm. Ilmai, man. He's one of Cole's producers. Facts. And they were like, nope, sorry. You need mm-hmm. to write badge. And it was just that madness. That is so annoying. Yeah, so I just oh, bounced. I, I just bounced and went to like the the private, um, the area where you could watch the show and stuff. Right. So, but uh, it's on, you know, it's MSG. It's like right. these people don't give a shit. Oh, they're, yeah, they're yeah. super strict. Super yeah. strict. Um, Good for you, man. That's, that's, yeah. that's so awesome. He's Shout got them all. He's got, I mean, that's someone who can literally just has everyone in the palm of his hand yeah. when he rocks. Yeah. And yeah. then for you to produce a record. And you're in, it's like a Facts. dream. You're yeah, in Madison yeah, yeah. Square Garden, and your record's Facts. being played. Yeah, good for you, man. That's yeah. so awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. I, I still ain't shit. Though. I'm not shit. Ah, fuck you. I, ain't shit. Yes, I haven't you done. Yes, I haven't done are. a song with Cole in four years. That was the only <laughs> song I did. Come on, Cole. Which is he yeah. said? Yeah. Which he I says is like his favorite song he's ever recorded. So it's, yeah, it's my favorite. So it's one of yeah. the most important it's songs doing I've ever three done. Whatever songs. Yeah. You know? And of course, shout to uh, Cardiac and and Critical for oh, producing yeah. that with me too. Anyway, enough about me. Um, man, uh, today's gonna be a really really great uh, episode. I feel like we have so much to cover. Um, we have a really really amazing special guest speaking of get the strap mm. um speaking of acquiring the strap speaking of acquiring straps um <laughs> we have uh my guy here our special guest um really amazing music producer uh been on the grind for a long time and um you know slowly kind of through the years finding these milestones and that's a big thing i really love about interviewing um you know uh producers that are also active and you know I, I look kind of look at us like this big community um, there's always an interesting story behind uh, placements and 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 grind and and struggle and and how to overcome that stuff and um, you know there's there's always these like common denominators for everyone in terms of how and why they were able to really weather the storm and, and i'm really interested to hear your story so um let's clap it up one time for my guy trilogy in the building what's up what's up what's up no trilogy's in here what's up man what's going on man Pleasure chilling to be here. chilling man um thank you for taking the time um, and uh, yeah, man, I, you know, I think we should start with just um, let the people know what you did in the past, because I already I know the answer to that. <laughs> mm-hmm. But for those who don't know, just name a couple records that you've done, uh, you know, in the past year or two that you're really proud of that that have come out. Uh, I did a um a record on Chris Brown's last album. Okay, I love her. <laughs> That was on the heart, heart right. Heartbreak on a full, on a full yeah. moon. I think that's one of my favorite songs. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a sleeper. It's mm-hmm. one of the sleepers on the album. Absolutely. Is that the how, how does it go again? It's like um, um I think they said it's the one he, t- he they don't know if he's talking about Karuchi or Rihanna. The one that's mm-hmm. like um, cuz there's two songs I have in mind that he's like the one that's like I love I love her. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that's my shit. Yeah. It got like a that's Caribbean vibe yep. to it. Yeah, yeah. man. Mhm. Mm-hmm. That one and most recently I did um Get the strap. Mm-hmm. Fifty Cent, Uncle Murder. Oh, 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 oh. Six Nine. Hey. 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 
I mean, one question is what the hell? Like, what were you? What was your like? Listen. What was the well, connection? Okay, I can't yeah. wait to hear this story. Yeah, I mean, how the fuck does that happen? That's what I want. Okay, so six nine fifty cent get the strap. There's a video. Um, yeah. One of those like 2018 pop culture That's kind of like iconic moments because mm-hmm. everyone's talking about it and all that stuff. Um, walk us through A to Z. How, when, when did you make the beat and how did how did you get it to that point? All right. So during that time I made the beat, I was already working on Uncle Murder's next project. Mm-hmm. I already got like five joints recorded with him. Went to the studio, already built a relationship with him. So they was trying to finish it up. And my guy Blanco, he hit me, like, yo, we trying to finish this project up. You got any more joints to send? Because it's like everything I played, they was like really liking it. So I was like, yo, let's finish it up with more joints from Trill. So for I the sent, Uncle Murder. Yeah, sorry. for his project. So I think two days before, I actually made the beat, and I named the beat Get the Strap. Mm. Wow. So mm. I had it in my scent box. Mm. So I just sent it like, all right, whatever. Mm. So I sent the beat over. Two days later, he calls me. Who did you send it to? Blanco. Okay. That's um, Uncle Murder's right, partner. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he, two days later, he called me. He's like, yo, you got to get the strap record with Murder on 50. I'm like, what? Wow. I'm like, you kidding me? He's mm-hmm. like, nah, you got it, boy. Mm-hmm. You out of here. Mm-hmm. I'm like, nah, I don't believe it. Mm-hmm. Then he sent me the record, and I heard it, and I was like, yo, I was floored. I was wow. like, yo, I was like speechless. Yeah. Just off of that alone, yeah. I was speechless. So yeah. the track was called Get the Track, uh, oh, Get the, the Strap, strap. Yeah. is what you named it. And because then you sent it off, and then the song ended up being called that. Yeah, and then, so that basically you just made that whole campaign. No, no, the campaign was no. already there. The campaign was good. Oh, it was already there. Yeah. Oh, I thought this was, was already before. had the campaign. Oh, I got just you. So I you made just named it and sent it to Fifth. Got the you. The energy got you. I got from the beat, because that's how I, I operate off of vibes and everything. Copy. So a lot of the songs that's been done, that's the artist really takes the name that I gave the beat. Yeah, because that's kind of like... That's what I thought happened. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when I made the beat, I was like, yeah. I was mad hype. I was like, yo, get, mm-hmm. get the strap. Get so the I mean, get the strap. I sent it So I guess when they heard it and seen the name... It just put it they together it. for them. Yeah. I mean, I'm just glad you didn't name it Beat Zero One <laughs> underscore five six three. That track would have probably never happened if I right. did that. Yeah. So it's like it's just crazy. And then wow. Okay, th- so yeah, Blanco has it. So he sends you the track. It's it's uh, fifty and Uncle Murder. Yeah. So then what happens next? Um, a couple weeks go by. There was like, yo, we trying to get um, Takashi on it. I'm like, okay, but I think in this time. He was on his European tour, so he was yeah. in the country. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of hard to get him. So I'm like, all right, but at this point, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. It's like, all right, when they gonna drop this record? Because in this in, the, in this time, um, Drake dropped his project. Yep. Um, Pusha T dropped his project. Kanye, Jay Z, and Beyonce dropped their projects. So I'm like, all right, all of those is out everybody's system now. Mm-hmm. Now it's the perfect time to strike. Cause you don't want to drop it in the middle of all of that. All that madness. Yeah, Yeah. it's gonna get lost. So I'm like, yo, it's the perfect time to drop it. They waiting, they waiting, they waiting, they waiting. Then I get a call from, um, I get a call from somebody at Stars. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, um, Stars Network. Yeah, Power. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So now it's gonna be on Power. So now I get the the license agreement. I'm like, oh shit, it's really happening. (laughs) Yeah, this is real. So I'm like, this is really happening. It tells you the scene and everything. So I'm like, they spoil it for me. 
Right. They spoil it. So you knew before. Yeah, I knew. You knew. Damn. Do you watch Power? Yeah. That had to be fun, though. They spoil it for me. I'm like, damn, why I got to find out like this? Yeah. So while everybody's watching it, when the song comes on, like, I know what's going to happen. Yeah. I ain't spoil it for everybody else, though. So I was just like, all right, good. So. You still what? got to watch it with everybody though. That yeah, really and then cool. when I when I actually heard it, I was like, I still like was hearing it for the first time. Mm. Right. So I'm like, yo, this shit is unreal. Iconic. Then, cause I went to the video shoot, mm-hmm. so I met Takashi, I met Fifty, everybody. I was just yeah. chopping it up with them and everything. It's like, yo, son, like, you want some other shit? Like, this is what New York needs. Like, you about to bring the city back. Mm. So that was good. And then, um, what happened after that? After it premiered on power they dropped the video that night so it's like they had this whole campaign yeah. this whole rollout Double header. Set up. I mean you know it's 50 he's, he's got the yeah but you know what's crazy you know what's crazy like the record didn't leak anywhere that's incredible. He's, wow. incredible. He harbored that. That record did he not knew, leak. He knew what not he a snippet. Do. Nothing. Yeah. Wow. So I wonder who was the one that kind of like thought of who to put on the song. Like even going with Casanova and Takashi. Like who? Because I think they like it makes it makes sense. Like because it was on some New York stuff. Yeah, you know, some grimy New York New York like shit. the grimy New York. It's like who's like, dope in New York? Like the current yeah. grimy New York. Yeah, 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 you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I could say it's just like I handed it to Blanco and he just. He put it A&R in the put it together. Shit. Shout out yeah. to Blanco right. for that. Shout out to Blanco. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Blanco for that. Um, so, okay, so that happens. Now, that was this past summer, right? That was like, like a month ago. A month ago. Yeah. So that was August, September. Ish. It dropped August 26th. Okay, yeah. It already got like 30 million views on so YouTube. So end of wow. summer. Yeah. It's popping off. So what's life like after that comes out? The phone calls, this, what's, uh, is, are, obviously Blanco is probably really excited. Yeah. You know, uh, have you continued dialogue with like 50 and obviously, you know, you're still working with Murder, but like what kinds of opportunities are now opening up after this? Um, I'm in direct contact with um Mario from G-Unit. Oh, yeah, shout mm-hmm. out to so, Mario. Yeah, yep. he's always hit me like, yo, send me some stuff. Send me more shit. Yeah, so I, you know, I sent him stuff. I'm still working with Murder and Blanco. Mm-hmm. Um, this next record just dropped with Murder and Dave East that I produce as well. Yep, I was just going to talk about that. Fire. Oh, that just feels so New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We need this in New York. I love street. it. <laughs> you Trilogy, you might be at the, you know, not even might. I mean, at, this is a moment where you're, mm-hmm. you can really be at the forefront of mm-hmm. street New York music kind of making yep. a comeback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so in your opinion, you know, we have, uh, you know, Uncle Murder. We have, you know, even Casanova throwing there like 50 Takashi. Who are some other artists in New York that you feel like could really fit that sound that you might want to like be targeting right now? I mean, if any, it's kind of hard right now because it's like most New York artists don't sound like they're from New York. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. like you gotta, I gotta go to like the older school guys mm-hmm. like Chips, Mo. This dude out of Brooklyn, his name is Mo Chips. I did a lot of joints with mm-hmm. him, and he likes a lot of my stuff because, you know, that's that sound that's been missing, mm-hmm. as opposed to like just. Somebody said this about my beats. Like when they hear my beat, they don't rap, but they feel like they could rap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, like that says a lot. So imagine how an actual rapper would feel. Right. Right. So, right. And, and I just move with that philosophy. Like, I just want somebody to speak what's on their mind. Right. And be able to, like, get it off their chest. So, right. were you raised in New York? Nah, I was born in Jamaica. Okay. I came here when nice. I was 15 years old. I started listening to hip hop in 98. 
So you oh. lived in New nice. York, like after that, when you came from Jamaica. Era. Yeah. Okay. So you've been in New York for a while to kind of like, because yeah, I heard I heard the accent. Yeah. You know. So, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, you yeah. like I've we've spoken to producers before where they weren't from the city, but they kind of like emulate the sound. So I was just wondering, like, if you were raised in the city, because like you you understand how that's supposed to sound and yeah. those type of artists that should be on it. So my, my first summer in New York, you got to understand, it was classic albums that dropped that summer. DMX is dark and hell is hot. Mm. 98. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jay-Z, so um, volume two. Yeah. So, volume like, two. those, like, is embedded. Just those two my, alone. Yeah. I think Eminem dropped uh, Slim Shady that year, too, 98. So. Right? Or his first album. Or it might have been 99. Yeah. That, too. Um, his first album, too. The Roots came out in 98. Mm -hmm. Black Star came out in 98. Mm -hmm. Yep. Pete Rock, Soul Survivor. Mace, Harlem World. So like, many. Yeah, so it's like, I always like go back to that sound, right? And it's like that's that's why I started listening to hip hop, right? Because of that sound. Because before that, I really wasn't. I'm from Jamaica. I listen to dancehall music. Yeah, right. exactly. So my, now, in your in your production process now, like being, shit, you guys can still hear me. Yeah, yeah. I just lost my headphones. Anyway, um, are you still? Are are you? Do you make beats like that too? Like, are you kind of like? Yeah, I actually have a song. I don't know when it's gonna come out. Uh -huh. I, I don't know if I should say it, but um. My uh -oh. guy told me it's already done. A song with Spraga Benz and Kimani Marley. Hey. Mm. Whoa. Yeah, so. You heard it here on Snapchat. <laughs> yeah, it's probably really Yeah, so it was fire. like. Fire. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's what's your, what's your, like, your work process like? Are you guy who, are you someone who, like, has to wake up early and, like, go to the gym and then, like, you know, start getting in? Are you a night person? Like, do you have, like, yeah, what's, what's your, like. What's your every day? Every day, like. As far as making music? Yeah, yeah. like it's right now. You it's, know what I mean? It's very random. Okay. It's very random. It's like I'll, I'll, sometime it'll just start from me turning the computer on. Mm -hmm. I have nothing in mind, nothing planned. I don't know what I'm going to do. And, you know, I just hear something and that'll just trigger something and it'll trigger something yep. else and it'll trigger something else. So I sit there and start one beat. And while working on this one beat, I hear five other beats. So mm -hmm. I have to stop this one get the idea out for those other five beats mm. then when I'm done go back and do all the technical stuff you know write the bells and yeah. whistles mm -hmm. yep. but how do you do that though do you like like let's say so what program do you use Fruity Loops yeah. FL yeah. so let's say you on FL and you're working on the beat but you hear something completely different do you close the whole session or yeah. like what do you do okay. I'll stop it or if it's something in that session I'll take it and bring it to another session mm -hmm. and start working on it from there and then I'll do that a couple of times until all my ideas is done. And then I'll go back and then make sure the drums is tight, make sure the mix is tight. Because all that stuff is like, the important thing, you got to get the idea down because it's like, yeah. you lose it like that. Yeah, exactly. Once you hear something that's in that split second, you have to That's what I was right. saying because mm -hmm. it's like you working on one beat and you hear something else and you like close your session and start a new one. By the time you do all that, it's already like, you got to yeah. like put that down quick yeah. before you even lose that and then having to go back. Like you don't go back to the first idea, <coughs> right? You just keep later on. Yeah, later on, like once I feel like, all right, all the... The creative side is finished. Mm -hmm. Now let's mm -hmm. take care of the technical right. stuff. Make sure everything is knocking and you know, mm -hmm. right like that. Now for the get the strap beat, what came first? Was it melodies, drums? Were there any samples in it? I don't want you to sna sample snitch on yourself if, if there are, but yeah, what was I mean, the process? What, uh, the organ. No, the organ was me. Oh, oh no, no, I'm saying it was. He asked what came first. No. Oh yeah, yeah. It was. I made that beat in like ten minutes. 
Wow. Dang. I'm not going to lie. I believe it. I mean, you know that's, why? that's how long it takes You know sometimes. why? It goes back to the same thing that I said, that the drums and everything was already done on another beat. So I went into that session. Grabbed the drums? Grabbed the drums, let it rock out. So I was just going through stuff when I heard the, eh, I'm like, hold up, what's that? Eh. Mm-hmm. So I put that in there, and then in five minutes I did the organ, did the bass line. That, that, was, was, it. It. that was it. That was it. How many instruments was on that track? Like four. The drums... Organ, bass, and it was like a little electric organ. That's great. That's like four instruments. You got, you got. <laughs> listen, Chilly. that's hard, yo. You got, you got all the publishing. You got it, baby. Yeah, you got all baby. the publishing. All yeah. the publishing. Let's get that copyright, boy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Thank God. Shout out to my lawyer, man. Yeah. yeah. Shout, shout out to the legal team. They're the, they're the, the true. They're the one that make you sleep at night. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they're the gatekeepers out yep. here. So you know, it, it's so interesting because like. With every um, uh, placement, there's always a story behind it. And, mm-hmm. and it's so cool to hear that, like, this kind of evolved into something you didn't expect. Mm-hmm. When you were making the beat, you weren't forcing it in your mind. No. Like, okay, this is going to be for 50 Cent. You're just like, you know what, let me just, like, make some hard shit that I like. Mm-hmm. And um, and you knew you were working with Uncle Murda and yeah. Blanco. So it's like, yeah, they might fuck with this. Send it off and see what happens. Like you said earlier. I never just, even thought was, that. Yeah, you never even thought it would yeah. be anything. Yeah. And I think that's like a, a lesson that mm-hmm. we can all learn sort of like as music producers. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when you're in the process of creating the actual beat, in my opinion, I, I feel like you should be as free as possible and just make art and then let the music dictate kind of where it should be and yeah. what it is and not really have any expectations right yeah i learned that a long time ago because like you know you sit there you spend two days on a beat yo this is fire they go mess with this and nobody picks the beat no one picks mm-hmm. it and the one you spend 10 minutes on right you're like yo i want that yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. then you realize like i'm not i'm yeah. not worrying about it no more and that happened that story exact story has happened too many times for it to be coincidence yeah. so i don't believe you know what i mean yeah, yeah. So how yeah, so. often I, I, this this That's might be awesome. a question for everybody how often do you um send let's say like a person one beat versus like a beat pack is it only when you like obviously it's like when you hear somebody on it right you're like mm-hmm. yo i hear 50 on this let mm-hmm. me send it to mario mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. whoever do you find yourself doing that more often, or would you rather send a couple beats? What's your What's your out? process like, Chill? My process is if somebody's working on a project, like the process was murder. I was actually in the studio playing him beats, so he'll be like, "Yo, thumbs up," and I like make a note of the ones, mm-hmm. and then I'll go back and study. Like, what is it about all these beats that he picked mm. that he liked? Yeah, smart. and then that's when I go back and my next batch. I Cater it tomorrow. Yeah, so now it's gonna mm. sound along those lines. Mm-hmm. So you gotta understand the artist that you're working with as a producer. Mm-hmm. You can't just be anybody like with computers and everything. A 13 year old kid can make the next hottest right. record right yeah. now. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a fact. Yeah, and that's great that that you're in the actual studio with Murder because. Um, you just get that synergy. And we mm-hmm. say that all the time mm-hmm. on this podcast. You know, the the preferred method is always going to be try to get in the studio with the artist. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it, it, it tells in the music at the end of the mm-hmm. day. And you can you could tell as yeah. opposed to somebody just sending a beat. And, I mean, it'll you might get one, but then mm-hmm. when his project come out and you hear the joints that we did, you're going to be like, oh, yeah. right. now I hear and, the and, and being in the studio with the artist, you don't have to necessarily 
feel like you have to go out of your way to sell yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. I think, you know, you being there. The personality. You've already, they're, they're already sold. Yeah. yeah. yeah at that point, it's just a vibe. At that point, you just like, got to solidify the vibe. Yeah, yeah. don't be annoying mm-hmm. and be mm-hmm. cool yeah. and normal mm-hmm. and let yeah. the music speak. And, yeah. and it's so right. interesting because when you think about being in the studio with an artist like you and Murder being in the studio together as opposed to if you were to send a bunch of beats to an A&R who says or claims that they'll be in the studio with Murder, mm-hmm. you, you don't really have access and you don't know how that meeting can go. And also, too, you, you're not really clear on the type of relationship that person has who's about to play your music mm-hmm. with the artist. It could be a random A&R intern who really doesn't know the artist like that or it yeah. could be one of the best friends which mm-hmm. is great and i think that definitely make makes a difference and that's a determining factor on if the artist will even like the beat or not yeah uh, but with my 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 processes i never came up through anybody in the so-called music industry mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. all these relationships i developed is just from on your own knowing somebody mm-hmm. that's for lack of a better word that's in the streets that right knows this person Right. It's like, yo, my man make beats. All right, let me hear what you got. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's it. Like, there's nobody at no label office. Yeah. You know, send me something. Somebody's working. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just starting to happen now because yep. I've made a name for myself. Yep. Mm-hmm. But everything has been just groundwork. Groundwork. hustle. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And exactly what we talk about on this podcast all the time, like building your own direct relationships mm-hmm. with people as producers, preferably the artist. But it, but having a direct relationship with an actual like human being is yeah, is, is everything. And mm-hmm. and to go back to what you were saying earlier, Perfection, um, mm-hmm. like in terms of like sending beat packs out and stuff, one thing that I've been doing lately is uh, texting beats. So yeah, I'll have that. I'll have everything saved on like a Dropbox, mm-hmm. and then I'll just save those beats on files on my iPhone, and then I'll just uh, from the files app I can directly text, text it, a beat to someone, and I've I've found that to be very effective yeah. um, because because people pe- are always in their text messages, people oh, yeah. are in their shit, and yeah. you can tell when they see it, and they'll Facts. just click play and yeah. and do this. Right, mm-hmm. they might not hear the eight oh eight. But right. right. Or they yeah. might even fire. have headphones yeah. on. They might, get the they might. Is it, they yeah. might be in the car. They might have the Bluetooth. If it's fire on, on the phone, does, yeah. that, yeah. does that get you sometimes though? Because oh. I've done that, or I'll like play a beat out loud, and uh. you can't hear the eight oh eight, and I'm like, damn. Yeah, I don't like when people it. do that. Yeah, they're not fully getting the. Yeah. You know I don't what I mean? Don't play me nothing over the phone if there's a sub. Right. I'm gonna. You can be yeah. like, oh, this is tight. If you can hear the sub, like, oh no. It's almost like watching like a movie that's meant to be like watched in like a theater with like full color but like on a small screen in black and white mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. like you you see it but like you don't you see it all see it how you supposed to mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so yeah that's like you, you playing a beat for somebody like or a song for somebody be like oh it's not mixed yet you like atlas you hates just, that. I, thank you for saying <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that bro because i call that no preface yeah. just hit play and shut the fuck up bro, nobody bro. cares what you say that no you just preface. be like i might as well not listening to it now so you might as well not play beat, anything i'm about to point. play i really felt like it connected i was sick that day my vocals are a little pitchy sort of doesn't matter you know my cousin was in an emergency nobody cares actually no while i have you guys here i you know i had actually two questions and one of them you guys answered and one of them was you know a lot of i get hit up from a lot of producers and I, i work with a lot of young producers where they feel anxiety when they're making a track if they know it's like they're making a track for somebody it's like oh man if they need like a j cole kind of type beat then it just right exactly 
But we already answered that. Actually, the next question I wanted to jump into um, is I hear a lot of times artists say, and, and I know what I tell them, but I want you guys to say it is like, well, you know, I got the beats, but I sent it to, you know, this pretty popular rapper. And I don't know if I should say, I don't know. And to me, I'm always like, send it to everybody. Right. That's what I say. My opinion, because until someone actually picks it up, it's your property. You can do what you want. You can't wait on one basket. You know, put your eggs in one basket. That's just my opinion. No, until you do the paperwork. Until you get paid hey, thank you. Right. Thank. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You can so, record a song and put it out. You ain't pay me. We ain't doing no paper paperwork. Yeah. Somebody comes along and buys it. You'll be getting a cease and desist. There you yeah. go. Exactly. Okay. What you got going on? Perfect. Yep. So 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 it's okay. So what you're saying is it's okay for producers to send. Yeah, I think. Well, I mean, what do you yours. think? Trilogy? No, I agree. Yeah. I want. I just want, want your guys' opinion. It's, you know, you guys are established producers. Do you so. now, Trilogy? Do you do you um, send beats like to uh, multiple people? Or? Yeah. Yeah. I send the same beat to whoever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like whoever send that paperwork back, that's who got that's the license. Right. There you go. Yeah. So it's like it's up on on the artist or whoever wants it to conduct proper yeah. business. That situation's always tough Good. because we've heard tons of stories where, you know, producers would send an artist a track and then it's like, oh, I sent him that a year and a half ago. Yeah. Oh, I sent that two years ago. I don't want to send so it out. He like, might take yeah. it. Come Listen, on. Listen, I'm still placing beats now I've made four years ago. Yeah. Right. So all that goes out the window. Mm-hmm. What's old to you is new to everybody yeah. else. Exactly. Exactly. But it's just that process is just interesting to me because it's like, you know, just talking about the whole thing of sending people the same beat. Mm-hmm. There are people that don't, right? Like we've heard tons of stories where it's right. like, oh, I sent like even seven. You know, he's like, I I sent that beat solely to Travis Scott because he heard him on it. So Travis Scott was the only person that had that. Yeah. But like within a year. Let's say you sending it to tons of people, tons of people, and nobody picked it up. Then a year and a half later, Drake picks it up. It's like, damn. It could, work. It could happen that way. Like that's 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 I just mean, a crazy process it, it, of how yeah, just music is. works. In in that situation, like you gotta you gotta understand if it's dealing with an artist that could change your life, it's all bets off. Oh yeah, yeah. so for sure. In, in that situation, because like with me, um, I work with Amadeus. Mm-hmm. And shout out to Amadeus. Hey, shout out to Amadeus. He actually hit me. He's like, yo, um, Lil Wayne recorded a, a joint to one of my beats. Mm. Mm-hmm. It wasn't on his last Carter, but he's like, he's working, so you never know. So after he told me that nobody has heard that beat, I ain't played for nobody, I ain't sent it to nobody until, because you get something on a Lil Wayne project. That could potentially change yeah. your life. So mm-hmm. I'm not, nah, that's yeah. off limits. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When it comes to something like that, mm-hmm. when you have a little bit of inside I'll, info, yeah, like, yeah. you know what, such and such. I don't care if it takes five years. Yep. I'll, I'll wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's certain artists. I think it was even like, I think we had Fuse from 808 Mafia, and he was like, yeah, when I knew when I made this track, it was going to Waka. Mm-hmm. Or it was yeah. going to Future. Like, but it's, it's that just, was it. It's just crazy to me because you, you don't know what the fuck's going on with your own product. Yeah. No. Like, you send it to six different people, and you'd think that, like, no one picked it up, and then a year later, you, they're like, here's the paperwork. Yeah, you like, find out when it drops. Your no, listen, song's been all. A lot of times, you'll find out, kind of similar to the Stars thing. Yeah. You'll have a third party, yeah. whether it's a publisher or whatever, you'll get a random email 
and it'd be like, hey, so we just want to clear this record, and you see the names, and you're like, oh. Yeah, it's official. Okay, okay yeah. those people are on this, too. Yeah, the yeah. That, hap- that happened to me with uh, Black Panther. Yeah. I didn't know who was on it, because there was, like, a, you know, a NDA, Disclaimer. and yeah. can't say anything. We could only tell, like, no one could know. Mm-hmm. And then, like, uh, my, my attorney sent me the paperwork for me to sign, and you know, at the very top, they show you all parties involved. Tells you the scenes, with addresses, the breakdowns, everything. And you see, and I saw it. I was like, oh, 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 he's on there. Oh, that hit sound wave. I was like, dude, why did you tell me? And it was like crazy. But um, yeah, that feeling is always just yes. so wild. But you just never know. Everything is so random. Mm-hmm. Like I think a lot of, and rightfully so. Like I think a lot of um, people, well, producers who haven't really experienced that yet have this kind of misconception of like how it really happens. Yeah. And um, it, it's really just so random and, and it's not what you expect. Yeah, but I, sure. I, went, I went through a lot though because it was one point where I was um, making beats and music was being put put out and I wasn't even credited. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's frustrating. Yeah. I, I went through that for years. Was uh, yeah. They didn't even respect me to the point to... to That's uh, the fucked up part. Yeah, and but... What that allowed me to do was <clears throat> step away from being so much of a creator mm-hmm. and force me to understand the business. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yo, why am I doing all this work and I'm not getting compensated? This is not happening. Like, what am I doing wrong? Yeah. So I stepped away because, you know, as producers, we just love making beats and yeah. just hearing hearing our stuff on the radio or wherever. All right, that's old now. Mm-hmm. Where's my money? Mm-hmm. So what I mean, so that's when I woke you up. Gotta, like, yeah, you got to know how to put your foot down, <laughs> yeah. and also uh, having a good attorney. Yeah. Like that's the deal breaker. That was yeah. I was just gonna say. What do you think is the most important steps? Sounds like an entertainment lawyer. Uh, yeah, attorney. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. An entertainment yeah. lawyer. Yeah, awesome. he, more so than manager. Yeah, I would say. 100%. Do you have a manager? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you got the whole squad. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, man, so like. Life is different now after Get the Strap. What are you working on now? Like anything you can mention? Are you developing artists right now? Like what's, what's I'm, the deal? I'm, I'm doing everything right now. I'm mm-hmm. still kind of like in that 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 phase where like I'm not there yet. That's, this is the very beginning. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is the beginning. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I mean, I've been hit up by like so many people. Like mm-hmm. I'm. You know, going through everything I went through, I'm like very leery of mm-hmm. people now. Mm-hmm. That's trying to like. Are you me. getting like random DMs? Like, yo, Mostly from man? like um, people that want want my publishing. Okay, mm. they're offering you pub deals, so you yeah. don't have a publishing deal yet. I love that he said that. <laughs> I love that he said yeah. that. Yeah, no, no, I, no pub deal yet. You know, you know what's crazy, and you had him on your show, um, mm. Lamont from Lamont Grace, from yeah. Grace Room. I actually um, DM Lamont before to get the strap record came mm-hmm. up, and me and him spoke. Good. So it wasn't a situation where he reached out to me. We already had that communication mm-hmm. before all of this, right. so I felt it's more natural. Yeah, nice. right. that's why I'm like, like I have more faith in Lamont. We're building bridges here. We're building bridges here on Black Chat, people. Lamont We're is bridges. so on it. He's, he's the man. Shout out to Lamont. Lamont. He's on it, man. Lamont, Lamont. Yo, and shout, yo, and thank you, Trilogy, for coming through to my party. Yeah, you know, I really appreciate that. Definitely. And Illmind. You know, course, perfection. Everyone pulling up. <laughs> yeah. You know, what I'm saying that night was was awesome. Yeah. Virgo and, you know, season was and, turned and you know what, too. And listen, I know we're to have a lot of producers here, and me myself, I'm not a producer, but like, I just want people to know you like you guys showed up at my party, and you guys showed us a lot of love. And it's about like when you start networking and building bridges, and even having you on the show today was you know from you coming to the party mm-hmm. and us chopping it up. Yeah. You know, with ill and everybody, and it was just like you know what, let's get you on. It just makes sense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. 
So sh- thank you for that, man. Nah, Appreciate thank you. you, man. Thank yeah. you, man. Like I'm really like appreciative of everything that's happening right now because like I've came from like zero. Yeah. From zero and like I've just chipped away, chipped away over yeah. the years, and it's like. What year did you start this? Actually producing. Mm-hmm. That saying I want to be a producer. Mm-hmm. 2006. Oh six. Mm. What was it that did it that you said this is the time? Uh, I always like had an interest in like. In, in music production, but you know, in those times, if you didn't have a NPC and a and a Triton or a um, a motif rack or something like that, yeah, like, I remember those yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, Things yeah. were huge. Yeah. You yeah. got zero respect, <laughs> and people were shitting on Knife Wonder. Yeah, yeah. for using for using loop. FL. Yeah, that was around the time. Listen, 2006. That was when I came up too. Yeah, 06 was like. If you don't have an MPC or an ASR10 or a Triton, you're not official. Uh, You use FL, you're trash. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't want your drum kit. There are no drum kits. Motherfuckers Mm -hmm. were not sharing their drums. Especially then. Motherfuckers were not sharing their drums. Definitely not. I'm not giving you my snare. Definitely not. Stock sounds. Stock sounds. You figure (laughs) it out. I'm not telling you You want some sounds, you get stock sounds. There you go. And another thing about 06, and I think coming up in that era, like, we... It was. It kind of helped us mold our, our um, like ability to make things happen on our own. Mm-hmm. Because man, in '06, around that era, no producers were collaborating. Mm-hmm. There were no collaborations. No. Motherfuckers yeah. were not like, "Yo, come through. Let, let me do the drums and uh, you do the melodies." Or mm-hmm. let's let no. So you'll never find no. a video of Dr. Dre, Timberland, Rodney Jerkins, nobody no. working no. on nothing. No, of course there were musicians and stuff like that, yeah, but like but producers every- weren't producing with right. other people. You, were, you wasn't privy to any right. inside information. So what's yeah. your what's yeah. your opinion about uh, the the game now, the production game now, where there's so there's all these co-pros and people are collaborating with each other? How, what's your how, what's your take on that? I mean, as long as the, the the point is getting the job done, I don't have a problem with it. But like me, like I've never really like collaborated like like that. Like I'm very like. OCD when it mm-hmm. comes to my beats. Like if mm-hmm. I hear something and and somebody wants to do something else, like I'm gonna just it leave. screws it yeah, up. Yeah, I'm gonna leave. I'm yeah, gonna, I can't do. It. I, I'm gonna finish it on my own when he's not here. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like I don't know if I could I could do that. I I've never done it. So you yeah. could do it. You could do it. <laughs> Trust me, you could do it. Yeah, yeah. I could see. I see big big things for you, bro. Yeah, I'm telling yeah. you, with that one right collab, bro. And you're. I mean, you're already doing very your thing now, but man. You're gonna, whew. Yeah, yeah. yeah I you, mean, I'm, you know, I'm never opposed to anything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just, I, I, the, but the right mentality is to is exactly what you said. Like mm-hmm. prioritize the quality of the song first. Yeah, mm-hmm. You don't want to just like spread yourself thin, right. pause, and collaborate just to collaborate. Yeah, yeah like, like dudes now is like paying for collabs. I'm I like, was just about yeah, to ask yeah, that. Yeah, like, what weird. is that? Like, yo, producers I, playing. We haven't yeah. talked about that. Yo, one, let's right. talk about that because I get DM'd about yeah. that a lot, and Listen. I, I don't think it's cool, but like. Producers are charging other producers to collab with yeah. them now. So here's my opinion, and then you, wow. you tell, give your opinion. Okay, we'll all give our opinions because we haven't. I'm surprised we haven't really touched on this <laughs> right. subject mm-hmm. on this podcast. I'm gonna keep it a buck. I've never done it. I've never charged to collaborate with another producer. I personally would never do it, mm-hmm. only because. It kind of goes in line with the whole like beat leasing thing, which I'm also not opposed to, but not personally in this place where I'm interested in doing it. So this is my personal opinion. I'm not saying it's bad. I personally wouldn't do it. I think 
the the motivation behind paid collaborations with producers is really just for some money mm-hmm. of course right. and 100 percent. it's it, it the the morally it's it's very much the same as leasing or selling a beat to a rapper that you don't like you're really just give me the money here's my service we're done mm-hmm. and that, that's just a, a a product service payment wipe your hands we're yeah. done move on we're good now whatever um repercussions happen after that are entirely up to you the, the, it's your responsibility to take that in so I, i'm not personally into the pay to collaborate with me as a producer thing and um yeah i i, I don't i just don't see that being beneficial outside of just making some bread and if mm-hmm. you just want to make bread People got to do what they got to do sometimes. Mm-hmm. And if you're making good money from it, that's fine. But, yeah, I, I personally wouldn't do it. Trilogy, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, I think the way the music music industry is now and the producer game, it's a lot of exploitation going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People just taking advantage of their situation or their position. And nobody's really, like, putting the art form uh, first, first and for- foremost. Mm-hmm. So it's like... Why would I charge you to collab with me and I don't like the beat? Right. Mm-hmm. That's first and foremost. If I don't like what I'm hearing, like mm-hmm. well, I'm yeah. not even going to entertain it. Yeah. So everything has to be like a good vibe. Everything just got to be w- working the right way. And that's how you find out like stuff is going to work out for you in the long run. Yeah. So it's like if you try to explore it and take advantage, like you, that's as far as you're going to go. Yeah. But if you do the right thing, like, yo, let's, let's see what we could do. Let's work together. Mm-hmm. Let's build a relationship. Let's build a sound. Let's build something. Mm-hmm. And then two years down the line, y'all might be the fucking, the biggest. The new pro- Neptune. Yeah. 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 Yep. Drake and 40. Yeah. You know? Yep. And I really, I really admire um, and love what, you know, the homie boy Wonder is doing mm-hmm. in terms of like really being mindful of who he collaborates with mm-hmm. and then also just like building a squad too. Right. Like he's, you know, vinyls came up under Wanda. Um mm-hmm. Uh, Jahan Sweet, yeah. Alan Ritter, mm-hmm. you know, Seven Thomas. Seven so Thomas, like, yeah. and, and and he's kind of creating this like world. And I think as he created pre- the Super Friends, one yeah. girl, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. everybody that comes up under him now, like they have the their Avengers. own lane, yeah, yeah. So yeah. The they Avengers. don't need him. So and when they do come together, it's oh like my this, God, like, yeah. like Voltron, oh, yeah, it's Voltron, Voltron. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I and wish, so I wish everybody like thought along those lines. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say is, you know, I think when you, hopefully when, as a producer, when you reach that point where you have that much leverage Mm -hmm. that you do kind of reach out and start, you know, bringing people in, molding and all that stuff, you know, I'm like, I'm like kind of slowly starting to do that for myself. And so like, yeah, that's Yeah, I already started. What are you doing? What are you doing as far as starting it? Like, I know people that play, um, keyboard in church mm-hmm. I'm like yo this is the vibe cause it's, you know that um, right. that 90's feel mm-hmm. is coming back that R&B yep that real yep. 90's R&B mm-hmm. is coming back so I'm like yo listen send me some chord progression send me some right. EPs of whatever I'll make it work right and you need mm-hmm. that person that actually plays than somebody that's sitting there clicking in melodies you're not no. gonna thank you for gonna, saying I say that all the time vibe, yeah. you gotta get gonna, that person yeah. in the studio with you I mean mm-hmm. I play but I need that real person that can make you feel the emotion through those chords mm-hmm. exactly put the drums behind it and everything 
That's the it. artist is not going to say no because that's not what happened. What's happening now? Right. Yeah. So your shit is going to stand out. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm exactly. so glad you said that because yeah. I'm always like when, when when we get hit up and they're like, well, I'm a producer in a small town and, you know, we don't have music. I'm like, bro, go on Craigslist, find a dope piano, violin, yeah, saxophone everywhere. player, put it on Craigslist and bring them in the studio mm-hmm. and just record them. And you just program the beat around their instrumentation. And that's it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. What I find is musicians, they're, they're not actually good beat makers because they're yeah. so focused on the instrument the instrumentation and oh I want to put this fill I'll be like no mm-hmm. I said just do that leave it at that exactly <laughs> they want to do all the fancy stuff mm-hmm. and like right. nah, nah that's too much you have to yeah you have to yeah. be able to have the discipline mm-hmm. as a producer to mm-hmm. control mm. the simplicity of it all yeah definitely you know? honing in mm-hmm. let's just wait for this and then I'll edit out that's the air right it's a little so. vent yeah, like, I think like paying, like I think like you were saying that that's how the music industry is now. People try to capitalize off everything, mm-hmm. you know. It's like they'll try to charge you for anything. Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was, yeah, I was, they, 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 you know, charging for meetings at labels. Yeah. yeah. So it's no, like, listen, <laughs> there's, there's even I won't name names, but there's people who aren't producing music that are representing producers that are creating their own publishing companies and taking their clients publishing there are people that which which is like wow. super like mm. not not cool like not cool you know what i'm saying yeah. Yeah. they're like just taking advantage cool. of upcomers there's like influencers that are like oh pay three hundred dollars to have 10 minutes with me it's like it's all a money grab and mm-hmm. i think if you're trying to make your money like that's a lane and if you have an audience that's going to pay for it cool but it's just the same thing as like paying for a feature for like Listen. an artist that you don't care about it's like all right give me a quick three bands and i'll give you 16 but you don't know this dude you never met right. him in your life you probably don't care about him like pretty much this all legwork relationships it's all, it's all mm-hmm. relationships and like legwork and and like take initiative on your own Mm-hmm. Facts. That's just 100%. what it comes down to. There's no real cheat codes. Right. No. And then it's like, unfortunately, for some people, that's like their way in. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. like, because like when you think of it, there's a lot of people in positions that won't even sit with you for 10 minutes, even if you know them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of hard to sometimes even get in a room mm-hmm. with people that you know and they mm-hmm. can give you the run around and run around and run around. Right. So it's right. like, you Those people point. wouldn't sit down with someone that they have no idea about. And I'm not saying that, like, charging for it is cool or whatever, but, like, they make a business out of that. Like, let's right. make a competition. Let's see who's worthy of that. Right. You know, and I, not to say that it's good or not, but, you know, the people that invest in that are probably people that are eager to get in those rooms but don't have access any other way. Like, us knowing the industry, we look at it a certain way. Mm-hmm. We feel like we don't necessarily have to do that, or we, mm-hmm. we have in the past, but we feel like we don't now. But there are kids that can't get in those rooms, so they yeah, feel sure. like, I mean, let I me mean, pay that or try yeah, that. L- listen, there's it's, it's business one-on-one, right? You pay for a service, mm-hmm. and you get the service. Some services are whack as fuck. Mm-hmm. Some services <clears throat> are amazing which are are you know worth x amount of dollars or whatever you're spending and 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 there's always going to be both there's always going to be both you know in the in the in the music industry like you paying for a feature or a service or whatever it is you feel like you're going to pay for 
and it's going to put you in a better position. It'll never be a better position than if you grind it and those people came to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the ultimate the ultimate leverage is getting yourself popping. Yeah, or and, even and like having, having them notice you like, oh, I heard about you. Hey, mm-hmm. what's yep. going on, man? Like, exactly. how you been? Yeah. It's a different conversation than if you're paying for something. Because yeah. if I'm paying for it, then I need you. Yeah. No, it's a mutual Mutual, uh, mutual thing. The leverage exactly. changes yeah. when you're paying. And trust yeah. me, it takes a lo- it takes a long time to gain that leverage. Mm-hmm. You start from yeah, zero, mm-hmm. and then you're at level one, level two, and then you're at. Yeah, and then, but I, I'd rather spend that time creating yeah. that leverage than spending all this money. Yeah. and being. Ins- I mean, listen, it took you more than ten years yeah. to have the, the, you know, obviously before get the strap, you've done records already, mm-hmm. but this get the strap. Leverage is yeah, different. Yeah, <laughs> this is a yeah. different. Oh, yeah, it's a d- <laughs> different ball a, game now. Yeah. Yeah. And, that's and like going started, from college to the NFL yeah. right now. Yeah. yeah, and you started in 06 and so that was you know twelve years in the making right mm-hmm. there for that m- moment. And yeah. you're only just beginning. You're gonna have many more moments after this, I'm sure, which yeah. is oh, yeah. amazing. So Definitely. this stuff takes a long time, and I, I think the disconnect is just like people being uh, a, a little impatient, a little entitled, um, and and just not investing in that yeah. way. Yeah, there's no, there's no such thing as an overnight success. No, because mm-hmm. even like I, I mean, one thing with me, I do my homework. So when there's a new hot producer that comes out, right? I'm like, Yo, where this guy came from? If you check like mixtapes three years before, you see their name somewhere. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, damn, he did that from right. three years ago. So now he's finally getting his mm-hmm. just due. So it's mm-hmm. like that was never in my mind where I'm just gonna come out the gate and be like, oh, look at me, I'm the next hot producer. Yeah. Like. I always knew, like, yo, it's a constant grind till you get to that point. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Trilogy, man, thank you for joining us, man. My pleasure. A lot of gems. Where can people reach you? Social Um, media, shout it all out. uh, I only got Instagram, at Trilogy Music, Trilogy, M-U-Z-I-K. TrilogyMusic.com. Any website or anything? Um, Nah, no website. Instagram is the website. All right. Here we go. You guys ready? It's It's that that time. time. Always ready. It's about that time for the. So. <laughs> Don't be shy. You're already calling it. You're already calling it. Oh, uh, she's ready. Ollie's ready. All right. So uh, this is uh, our segment of the show called Blapper Crap. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna listen to your beat submissions at random via our website, beatthread.com. <clears throat> so we've helped uh, we helped build this website uh, called beatthread.com. B e a t t h r e a d Com. So what we're going to do is we're going to go to this website and we're going to choose your beats that you uploaded to this website at random. And uh, we're going to play a little beat snippet. And uh, if we like the beat, we're going to give you a blap. Mm-hmm. And if we don't, we'll give you a crap and give you a little bit of constructive criticism. Always. Always. Uh, Always. Sometimes time. destructive criticism, right, Atlas? Yep. Destructive. Uh, <laughs> well, no comment. Time, no, no comment. comment. No comment. So, um, yeah, if you want to partake in this segment, um, all you have to do is go to beatthread.com, create a account, which is free, and start uploading your beats. Make sure when you upload your beat, you hashtag blap or crap <clears throat> so that we can find your beat and uh, choose your beat. And uh, beatthread.com is a really cool website. You can, you know, it works like SoundCloud. You can upload your track. 
you're beat, you can receive critique. There's a rating system here for different users to give you critique and receive critique. There's a, a, a new point system that I believe mm -hmm. we just, um, we're in beta right now for the point system, right, mm -hmm. Atlas? Correct, that's correct. Yeah, you can go in there and get points <clears throat> for uh, engaging on site. And we have Battlegrounds, Battleground, so we're choosing, yep, we have we're choosing a, tracks each mm -hmm. month. So definitely go in there and, and uh, submit your track for the Battlegrounds. Yeah, so there's this cool feature on the website called Battlegrounds. So if you hit the Battleground tab, uh, you could download a, a sample that we provide and you download it, you flip it and uh, submit it and um, you get your slot in there and then uh, the best man wins. Correct. So uh, go to battleground.com uh, and just in general, bthread.com is just like a really cool website for, for producers to just like network and battle each other and, and get feedback on beats and listen to other beats, become inspired. It's really great. So our first submission for today is by Beats Phantom. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> it's the real. Sam got the hip hop arm. He's ready. Ooh. Here we go. <laughs> Whoa. All right, we can stop. Wait. Hold on. <laughs> that was Beats uh, Beats Phantom, and the name of that beat was called Midnight. At least the plug started Yo, that oh off, baby. Yo, dude, no, I'm, I'm going to keep it a stack with you, though, for real, for real? That shit was brown paper bag, bro. Oh, my God. I'm about to jump over this That was table. brown paper bag, bro. <laughs> I know, but I will say this. Like, I wanted to hear, like, a, a bass line in there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to hear some transitions. I wanted to know when the chorus was popping and when it was the verse. Maybe right. add some extra hi-hats, a little texture, few textures on there. So for that, I'm crapping it. But there were elements in there. I think like the sample, I don't know if he created that or if he got it from a kit. Mm -hmm. The sample I was fucking with, but the the, the delivery wasn't quite there. So got I'm going to crap that one. Perfection. I'm going to crap that. I don't know. Um, crap. It wasn't a brown paper bag. Alice is so mean. It wasn't a brown paper bag, but for me, I don't know. The sample was kind of cool, but it was all over the place as far as like levels. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like once that came in, mm -hmm. I had to like move my headphones yeah. a little bit. Um, so it wasn't a bad beat. It just wasn't it for me. Wasn't it? I wasn't mad at the drums, so to speak. It just kind of was like a very um, simple, mediocre drum pattern. Yep. Mm. Yep. Glam. Um, I'm a little, I'm a little mad at the drum. Uh, You're mad at the drums. I'm, a, I'm, mad, I'm mad at the drum selection. I'll say that. I yeah. don't think it's a brown paper bag necessarily either. It's still gonna be crap, but I think had that same, um, had it been that same drum pattern with like a different kick, maybe so like you mm -hmm. know something harder, something thicker, like a crispier, like something like a nice snare, it could make the difference of like a beat sounding like. Mm, or like oh shit like that really knocks so like what I would recommend is to like really handcraft like picking your sounds 
taking yeah. a little more time picking your sounds because yeah. if you have everything else like it's cool on like a sonic level but if you don't have like the actual like instruments like the sa- actual sample itself was like really distorted mm-hmm. yeah. and it was like real static like and scratchy confusing. like you mm-hmm. almost couldn't mm-hmm. hear it so i would definitely be careful with that like if you want that effect like figure out how to do that without that shit because that's not like yeah. it possibly could have been in the red like yeah so just possibly uh, possibly <laughs> i'm just trying to be nice that shit was in the purple it was yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. that shit blew up yeah. that shit blew up exactly you know Roy so, G yeah. red like i said violet. it sounds like you know how to make beats so that's the that's that's number one but i would just say like main suggestion is to pick the sounds a little yeah. better yeah, I'll keep mine short. They pretty much just said it all. Just, like, clean up that sample a little bit and, and work on the arrangement. Be a little bit more... Put a little more love into the drums. The, I like the intro drum. Mm-hmm. Like, the sound selection for the drum was cool, but I think you could have programmed them a little more interesting. Yeah. True? Uh, I think you could have gave the, the drums a little more feel to it. More feel, right. Felt kind of stiff. Mm-hmm. And the sample, it, it sounded like it was bit crushed. I, I don't know if that was intentional. Yeah. But it wasn't I, it. Yeah, too much. Yeah, too much. You heard it. It's like it's worth It's bad if it was or wasn't. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, our next submission is by Rappers Need Beats. That, that's it. Rappers Need Beats. Here we Plain go. Plain and simple. Keep it simple. Don't fuck this up. It's just a little stocky. Mm-hmm. It's like stock presetting. That sub is crazy. <laughs> Speed this up a little bit. Oh, definitely bring the 808 down. A bit. Yeah. Arrangements on point, though. Mm-hmm. See a pre chorus right here. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's what I like the arrangement. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. And those rappers need beats. Let's start with Trilogy on that yeah, one. I think that's What'd a blap. Hey. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. I'm, get, I'm getting Tiger vibes on that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice, real R&B rappers. Mm-hmm. You know, you could go either way. That was yeah. pretty good. Yeah, um, definitely a good beat. I can hear um, Tiger. Mm-hmm. Different artists like that kind of has like a West Coast kind of feel to it. Yeah. Um, I wasn't mad at the beat; it just wasn't my cup of tea. So I'm gonna mm-hmm. crap it, <laughs> but um, doesn't mean it's it's a bad beat. I just I to me it was my first instinct about it was that I think some of the sound selection could have been a little bit more interesting mm-hmm. for me. Um, uh, it sounded a little like presetty, uh, but uh, you know, outside of that, you know, good arrangement, decent beat could turn into something cool i would also speed it up maybe like mm-hmm. three or four bpm um but definitely wasn't super mad at it but i you know i only i only blab stuff i love so i'm gonna crap it but um yeah not bad it's a crap 
Oh. I don't know. It wasn't that. I'm just saying it wasn't that bad, but like it just. I don't know. The 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 sub and the kick was a little, a little messy, messy. Like a little dirty. I can't really explain it, but on top of it not like really being my like super super cup of tea. It was like a cool. It was still a cool beat, but I just feel like what. It's like not too much going on. I just mm-hmm. wasn't a fan of the like super sub sub, but it wasn't it wasn't bad. But I, I'm gonna crap it. There you go. I'm gonna blab that. Blab. Two bleeps, two I'm clips. gonna blab that. I just because I think Crips. that's like one of the most structured um, tracks that I've heard us yeah. get mm-hmm. in a while, um, and I can definitely hear some artists on it I agree with Tyga mm-hmm. maybe with like a YG feature yeah. very west coast um, I agree with you Il on some of the sounds can be a little um, sound stocky maybe he can just like you know kind of um, you know switch those out cause you know sometimes I've been in situations where I'll make a beat and like this I don't like the snare or the kick that much but I'm mm-hmm. like let me just leave it there for a second to kind of, as like a placeholder and then switch it to the one that I'm really hearing so he can do that and I agree with speeding it up a bit but it wasn't a bad track for me it's one of the most structured that mm-hmm. we've had in a while and mm-hmm. I like that and the melodies were kind of cool I like mm-hmm. the way it came in so I'll blab that there you go fire fire I'm gonna crap that I'm gonna crap that I'm gonna crap it I'm gonna tell you why only because of the whole bass, like, I have, like Il said, I have to love, like, if I blab something, there's no denying it in my heart. I just feel a certain way about it. You know what I'm saying? And that, the bass was just sloppy to me. So, only for that reason, I'm going to crap it. All right, there it is. Only so, you have you got a little 50-50 action in there. Yeah. Not bad. All right, our next submission is by uh, Nick Hill. Uh, actually, no, it's not because we did Nick Hill already. All right, we're going to keep going. Uh, our next submission is by Kevin Graham. Oh, this better be good. We didn't do this right now. Oh. Right, you heard that too, right? right it's like there. that off note, or like what? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's just not. <laughs> yeah. Trilogy. It needs, like, needs a rechop. There you go. Yeah. There you go. All right, but, Kevin Graham. Yeah, it's a crap. Like if the like if the vocal chop came in when the chorus of the track was there, you know what I'm saying? So you felt like the storyline. Yeah. Right now, it was just all over the place. I think he me. needs to mask that vocal chop, too. It's just too out there. Like, yeah. you can't put vocals on top of that. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that weird, like, it's just too, what, you, what you want, what you need. Yeah. That kick. Keeps going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's yep. a crap for me. Yeah. Crap for me, too. Crap. Yep. Yep. I'm going to crap that, too. Yep. What does Ali think? Ali says it's a crap. Okay. Oh, just no. Make sure. Sorry, Ali. <laughs> Yo, she looks like she just said it. Look don't, at her face. Look at her teeth. She's like, she's like, that's a freaking crap. Oh, crap. Don't even ask me those questions. Yeah, it was I mean, that, it was listen. Really that sub. 
Yeah. Like really not quantized. Really really uh, messed up everything. Yeah. I do think that that it has potential. 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 You gotta you gotta get on your. Yeah, your baselines and yeah, you were saying to rechop it, right? Yeah, yeah. And it needs a baseline. It needs maybe a pad and keys. Mm -hmm. Like you gotta, you gotta lay all that stuff. He needs to EQ that sample a little better too to get those. That sample is just there for like a vibe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like it's not supposed to be. You gotta tuck that. Yeah, he gotta tuck that. Mm -hmm. Too empty. So here's a good example where you get those young instrumentationalists like a bass player. Or a piano player to come in to to put a layer over what you already yeah. have, mm -hmm. and then you have something golden, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Okay, but you got to get the timing right first, though. Mm. Right. Talk to him. Talk to <laughs> exactly. him. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Our last submission for today is by L Producer X. L Chapo. Oh, you look so bad. <laughs> 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 All right. It's kind of hard, yo. Not gonna lie. This kind of gives me like it's something hard. glam will have fun on. Hey, right? Yeah, you got to like Kendrick. Yeah, you could, you could do some. I hate glam this change up. Ah, I, I hate this change up. Shouldn't have did this. Yeah, you should have kept oh, it. I should have kept the original. This juice. is when you get too fancy. <laughs> Too fancy right now. All right, go to. back. Ready? Let's see where it goes. Go. Let's get it. Still not there. Yet. Ah. <laughs> Had it in the first four bars though. Had it. I like the. Let's see if it comes back. The baseline is cool. Exactly. Mm -hmm. The baseline is driving it. Yeah. Yeah. I think keep like the kicks in the baseline and. Just... There it goes. You gotta keep that in there. I think the thing, thing, gotta, gotta go. It's not perfect, but it's it's bouncy. It's got potential. Stop. <laughs> Potential. It's got potential. Yeah. Potential. It ain't. It's uh, cool. Uh, uh. That part is a mistake. All right. Gotta go. So that was L Producer X. I'll start it off. Uh, that was almost a blap for me, man. I can't blap it because it's not perfect. So I'm gonna crap it. But if if he would have just or he or she would have just kept that like the way it started In and the then beginning. not changed it and then kind of kept it mm -hmm. uh, fluid throughout and really kept it simple. And also too, there were a couple little blips in there that I probably would have moved mm -hmm. or or like EQ'd or maybe found like a cooler sound for. Um, but I, I love the main melody. The drums were moving. I like the BPM where it is. It, it's almost there for me. Um, so that has potential to be a blab for sure to me. But uh, a couple missteps there, so I'm going to crap it. Um, because I wasn't super, super crazy about it, I'm not going to blap it. But I did like, Bruh. I did appreciate the bounce, um, <clears throat> appreciate the bass line. I do agree with Il with the switch up. It was like... I think when you do a switch up, you have to make sure it's just as good as the mm -hmm. A part. Yep. So it's like, yeah. if you're making that B part of that C part, make sure that they're like, honestly, like flourishing in every way. Cause it'll be a blatant, like, it'll be a blatant, like noticeable, like, oh, this part's obviously like mm -hmm. the hit that I like. And then the other side is like, uh, not so much. So yeah. I'll just be careful about like, you know, switching and making it, like still make it simple, but just make it, more make a slap. good yeah. yeah make a slapper so yeah, yeah. 
What do you guys think? I'm gonna craft that. Um, I like the bounce and I like the the 808. I, I didn't really like the thin 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 mm-hmm. in it. In I think yeah, yeah, I think that could be tuck tuck or just remove that completely mm. and keep everything from the beginning, like you said before the switch mm-hmm. up and without that. Um, and that would have been like a black for me, but it wasn't a bad beat. I, like Glam said, I really appreciate the bounce. I think once it came on, I was bouncing. So yeah. No, we all work. I'm I'm gonna crap it, but I will say if for the first sixteen, and I really never say this, but for the first sixteen of that track, just copy paste, copy paste, copy, copy paste, paste duplicate. Copy. Yeah. yeah, because the artist is gonna flip so much shit over that. It's just gonna take it to a whole nother level. And normally, I'll be honest, I'm like a 16 bar, you know, the eight bar hook, yeah. 16 bar, Usually. second hook, the bridge, you know, the hook, and then the outro. Normally, I'm about that life, but for this one, fuck that. Just yeah. copy and paste and just go ham. Yeah. That's so, how I feel. Yeah, Mind right. off. Um, Fatality. It's a little too, I don't know, happy for me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is uh, this is from the person who produced Get the Strap. <laughs> You're not gonna fly from you with this shit. You know what I mean? Like, come on, dude. It makes sense. All right, get this strap or this. Like, like, come on. The on Hold on. No, that's not gonna fly. So, um, so far, yeah. Too happy. Yeah. Um, man. All right. So kind of underwhelming once yeah. again. Uh, well, listen, guys, producers, if you want to submit to this segment, Black for Crap, all you have to do is go to beatthread.com, create an account if you don't have one already, create your profile. It's completely free. And uh, just start uploading your tracks, start giving feedback, receiving feedback. There's a cool rating system. Mm-hmm. And all the highest rated tracks float to the top of the page. And uh, it's a really cool website. We have drum kits. There's a battleground. Uh, there's some tutorial videos. Really cool website, beatthread.com. Uh, Trilogy, man, thank you for coming through. Thank you so uh, much. And any man. last minute kind of like shouts on what you're working on now that you could you could mention? I know kind of <clears> any advice earlier. Anything? Yeah, what's what's you know what? Yeah, let's end it off like that. What's um one final kind of last piece of advice you can give to the upcoming music producer, I if mean, you could only pick one? I mean, just stay true to who you are, man. As far as like sonically or whatever, don't be. Just because one producer is hot don't mean you got to sound like him. I mean, it seems like it's a lot of that going on. That's why the music is just all so repetitive and, mm-hmm. and, and mundane. Like, you just, you never know. You might, somebody might like what you made, and you might be the next big thing. So just, mm-hmm. I say to all producers, just stay true to your sound. Mm-hmm. Facts. Mm-hmm. Facts. All right, well. Good advice. Episode 85, you already know. Trilogy in the building. We appreciate you guys. Let's give a round of applause for Trilogy for... Hey, us trilogy in the trilogy. building. Trilogy, one more time. Hey, hey. I'm in black tech. Black tech. Yeah. Let's go. Oh, yeah, let's go. Oh, oh my God. We're out of here. We'll see y'all next week. Everything is black. Everything is black. Black. Peace. <laughs>